America, and welcome to the Sports 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 Podcast. That's right. This is the only sports comedy podcast being recorded in Los Angeles in this apartment at this time. I am Joel Anderson. I'm Jordan Pomaville. And joining us, as always, is the sports outsider, Phil Ranta. Who are we going to pick? Phil Ranta! Uh, so, Phil, did you, did you catch any games this week? I can honestly say that this week, I did not. No. <sighs> I didn't catch any games. Nothing ever changes. Were they good? Yeah. Were they good games? They're spectacular games. Yeah, Fantastic. Monday night was, was pretty exciting. Yeah, there was a couple that I'd like to forget, but right. uh, but yeah. Well, I'm happy to hear that it went well. I feel I feel like you're putting very little effort into this podcast, Phil. That's I'm putting a lot of effort into the podcast. I yes. just don't put any effort into the research. Yes, There's a it, content aspect to the yes, podcast. And, right. and you're supplying like zero. No, I do, the, I do the funny voices. I bring the weird sports. Come on. People in podcast land know me. Yes, but they the, love me. The structured, in-depth analysis that people tune into the Sports 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 podcast for, uh, you're just you're, you're bringing nothing. Well, I, actually, I disagree there. Going back to last week, uh, Phil's prediction of the Ivy League conglomerate football team uh, winning the BCS national title. It came true, didn't it? Well, no, I'm just saying that's oh, some okay. of the best work we've done. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're welcome. And, and and admittedly, they have not yet played the BCS title game, so that could that could still happen. It's Thank you. Well, let's start off with the news of the week, and the big thing that we're going to start off with is the Tim Tebow update watch update. Oh, Tebow! It's Tebow. Tim Tebow, Denver Broncos quarterback, Tebow. lost to the Detroit Lions, forty-five to ten. Oh, I, didn't, I didn't catch that game. How he, did Tebow do? Not his best day. He was sacked seven times. Uh, he turned the ball over twice. Uh, a pick six, and then a stripped fumble sack touchdown. Him recovery. being sacked is not necessarily his fault, though, right? Correct, correct. And the Denver offensive uh, line is not that good. Yeah. yeah. Don't, for, don't blame T-Bone for that one. But for a quarterback whose mobility is pretty much his major selling point, I think seven sacks is a pretty pretty sad state of affairs. Last week, Joel went, went after uh, yeah, Tim, Tebow, kind of like, Tim Tebow. Yeah, did Well, again, week? you said you didn't, you didn't buy into it. Mm-hmm. I think I did say you that. You did. I don't know if it was a valiant prophecy, but it was a prophecy nonetheless. Yeah. Uh, didn't, didn't I say Tim Tebow couldn't pass the ball in the NFL? You did. He was yeah. 18 for 39 for 172 yards. Oh, that's, I don't follow much football. Is that a good line, Jordan? Well, it's not. That's you're being facetious. Oh, now, I am but being facetious. That's I think you said line. something about how, when he threw the ball, it looked like a dying drunk duck or something. Yes. Yeah. Yes. A drying, drunk, semi-retarded duck. Yeah. And that's, that's how you get to 18 for 39 and 174 yards. It was not his best game. Not his best game. However, Coach John Fox says he will start next week against the Oakland Raiders. Coach John Fox, secret agent. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great name. It is. And you have to see Coach John Fox, though, because I feel like you'd, you'd be surprised. He's like the least secret agent-ish of all of the NFL coaches. But he is a porn star, right? Johnny Fox. <laughs> uh, I, I could see porn star ahead of that. Yeah. Boy, if you think about it, NFL coaches, just not secret agent-y at all. No, no. Oh, it's professions where sometimes you go like, oh, that guy could be a secret agent. Not NFL coaches. They're, they're all very like, like... Secret candy stash kind of guys. Yeah. Yeah. Like their pillowcases are full of wrappers to hide their shame. Yeah. They're all like gruff, old school... Fatties. Dudes. Secret, yeah, sad eaters. Of... Yeah. <laughs> See, some gruff, not old yeah. school, secret, sad eaters. <laughs> The name of my emo band. Tough as nails, guys with eating disorders and body image issues. (laughs) (laughs) Mamma Mia, another pizza news. Ah, pizza news. Just kidding. It's Major League Baseball. Oh, just a Tony La Russa leads the Cardinals to a dramatic seven-game World Series victory. Mm -hmm. 
takes home the World Series title. Mm. Mm. And now, after, I think, 30 years, 33 seasons as MLB manager, Tony La Russa stepping down. Wow. Mm. That's uh, three teams? I want to say White Sox, right? Yes, White Sox, uh, the, uh, Oak- Oakland Athletics. Yep, and, and then the Cardinals? Correct. Uh, what uh, What's the career wins for Tony LaRue? 2,728 career wins to 2,365 career losses. He has three World Series titles. Uh, let's see, how many total? Four-time manager of the year. And wow. I think he, he's, he had nine postseason appearances with the Cardinals. He had three National League pennants. Question. Yeah. Does that mean that you can win the World Series and not win Manager of the Year? Yeah. And if so, that's messed up. Well, like I feel like if you led your team to ultimate victory, that's yeah, that's well, that shows that you did a pretty darn good job managing. First of all, Phil, it would make the Manager of the Year a pretty boring award. Yeah, but it's because you pretty much know who was going to win it. Every year. Oh, so they change it up. They're like giving the Oscar to Marissa yeah. Tomei every once in a while. You got to throw. You know, they like, also do the voting before the postseason. The games oh. with all major league awards. They're already decided before yeah. the postseason. Oh, that's smarter than I can't complain. Yeah. So Plus, like, you know, a uh, few years ago, Joe Girardi wins the World Series with the Yankees. But, you know, he's got like a $200 million payroll and a bunch of really awesome players. Whereas, like, I think that year, like, Jack McKeon took, I don't know if he won that year, but, like, he took the Marlins with a payroll like literally a quarter of what the Yankees had and came pretty close to winning his division it leaves the opportunity for you to say hey this guy did a better job managing because he did more with less talent or showing improvement from year to year taking a team you know from last from worst to first there we go that rhymes so it must be good Does that? Oh my! I've heard that phrase so many times. This is the first time it's occurred to me. You that know, it rhymes. I, I think I, I think I heard it in a movie trailer. I'm yeah. not sure. <laughs> Bad news bears. They're going from worst to first. What a catchy phrase! <laughs> I know, I know. Isn't that pretty great? But yeah, I gotta say, Tony Larue. Uh, so I like. I don't know if anybody else calls him Tony Larue, but so. I think it's got a real ring to it. Nobody. He's third all time <laughs> on wins, Joel. Third all time. Ooh, ooh. Can Joel name the two people who are ahead of him? I don't know. Can you? Time for Connie another Mack? troll Joel trivia. I almost said troll jivia. Let's call it troll troll jivia. Troll jivia. Troll trivia. It's a Who dietary supplement. <laughs> troll jivia. I am going to go with Connie Mack. Yes. And uh, let's say Casey Stengel. No, John McGraw. Ooh, I never would have gotten John McGraw. I love it when I go to Southern Barbecues and they serve me some Connie Mack. It's good. <laughs> Good Southern eating. You just walk in and you're like, is, is one of the people who cooked tonight named Connie? No, I'm leaving. <laughs> Could be a sugar. I got some Connie Mac. That's what they say. <laughs> that's just that's just plain macaroni made by a woman named Connie. My name's Connie. Yes, it could be a dude named Connie. That's Connie possible, Mac. But well, the manager was named Connie. Yeah, so I guess guy, it's yeah. it's entirely possible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah. Well, Jordan, who does that make the current active? wins leader in in as a manager in major league baseball i do not know who is the current active it is actually uh the detroit tigers manager jim leland oh wow who is just a hair over 500 in his career like four games over 500 i'm gonna say he he is the quintessential baseball manager i think most managers are essentially average and very few are slightly above average and i like that about baseball i think the all-time leader in terms of winning percentage is like 560 something like it's and that's that's what's reassuring of a baseball. If you win five more games and you lose, you had a pretty good season, huh? Out of 162 games, Phil, if you're if you're plus five, it's like yeah, pat in the back. I would I would strive for more. 
They should make me a coach. I want to win them all. Yes, and, and they do strive for more, Phil. But I would, lo- I would love to go out there and see my team never lose. The nature of the sport is one of acceptance. I think that's the uh, key. That you that sounds have- terrible. Well, no, it, it, it patience. <laughs> no, it does. Well, when you sell it like that, baseball <laughs> yeah. doesn't sound all that interesting. No, Joel. it sounds true. <laughs> like, well, it's about a 50-50 shot, no matter. Good teams or bad teams, about 50-50. So you don't have to watch. Baseball is like the Japanese rock garden of sports. You make it sound like what? the coin flip of sports. <laughs> it kind of is, though. That it's It's all about... Being very zen and accepting and, and, and learning to sort of go with the flow of how things... I mean, there's there a is lot of, a lot of inherent failure in baseball. Yes. This is true. And yeah. you sort of have to accept that there will be failure and, and just sort of change your, your overall approach. Yeah. Their biggest failure, making an entertaining broadcast. <laughs> hey That's the biggest Zing. failure of baseball. Uh, but I love Joe Buck. I'm sorry. Your sarcasm of the day is brought to you by... <laughs> I don't like Joe Buck at all. Oh, okay. Everybody, everybody I didn't. I didn't. I couldn't tell. You didn't sell that very well. No, you didn't. Well, I. I and you I, haven't complained about jo- oh, Joe Buck with the same frequency you complain about Brent Musburger. That's true. So I really didn't. I know. dislike Brent Musburger. Actually, I think I dislike Joe Buck more than I dislike Brent. Musburger. My favorite what? part of going to a Southern potluck <laughs> is eating a Musburger. <laughs> <laughs> it's really true. Sometimes you, you leave it in a little more, and you get one of those what? Brent Musburgers. Yeah. yeah, I got a Brent Musburger. The oh. NBA has canceled games through November 30th, and David Stern is now saying there is no chance of a full 82-game regular season. Cancel the whole season. It's time. It's okay. time, NBA. All right. Well, that's... You just want... just That's our NBA Get news. rid of it. Get rid of it. I gotta, Cancel the I, season. I agree, with, I agree with Phil in this one. There's a real piece of NBA news, though. What? Other than the yes, there is. I've got a piece of news that I need to bring up to everybody. What's that, Phil? I did my research, so stop picking on me. Okay. There so is a player news? named Chris Humphreys, apparently. Who the hell is Chris Humphreys? Chris Humphreys married to America's sweetheart, Kim Kardashian. Mm. No more! What? Yes! <laughs> Didn't? After, <laughs> what, 72 days? Is that it? 72 days. Yeah, something they like that. They are D I V O R C E'd. Are they is is E gonna air a Kim Kardashian dream divorce special? Oh, I sure hope so. That would be awesome. Like uh Chris and Kim's sham marriage, the three hour special. They probably will do something like that. There could well, be like hours on the side show just billable hours in the corner, like billable hours, twenty eight. <laughs> Cut to a little later. Billable hours, thirty nine. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know them personally, but they strike me as being Pretty terrible people. Well, they, they are now uh, they're connected to the sports world because Chloe's married to Lamar Odom. Right. Oh, right. Yep. They were briefly then a two-NBA star-in-law family. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> really really rubbing it into all the families who yeah. are just one NBA in-law family. Right. I have to say that this was clearly inevitable because I believe the national divorce rate is right around 50%. Right. I'd have to assume that the NBA divorce rate has got to exceed that by oh, a lot. much higher. I mean, they've yeah. got to be on the road all the time so seeing America. By marrying an NBA player, I'd have to assume that Kim Kardashian was just just not playing the smart well, odds. Well, those those are know. not the only sports connections that the Kardashians have. Uh, little known fact, uh, a jockey actually rode Khloe Kardashian <laughs> to win the Kentucky Derby last year. I knew that was her. That, that was her. Yeah. Is... That was her. Wow. Just wow. What? It's sports news. <laughs> I did research. Uh, this is what you guys always dreamed of. Thank you. No, that was great. That was great. Yeah, uh, thank you. I'm I'm so glad you 
provided us with some sports content this week, Phil. Yeah. See, see if you can keep doing that. Final piece of news, NFL news. Detroit Lion tackle Indomitian Sue going My to be meeting. player. Right. Yeah, he's a great, yeah. he's a tough guy. Love him. Great, great player. So he's been getting flagged a lot. Yes, he has. And some people around the league have said he's playing dirty. Some people. Not true. So I'm just saying. Yeah. And so he, he has requested a meeting uh, with Roger Goodell, and he's received a meeting. Hey, actually, NFL last time I was at uh, Southern Buffet, too, one of my favorite items on the menu, Indomitian Stew. <laughs> okay. Delicious. Indomitian Stew. Hey, ladle me up some Indomitian <laughs> Stew, huh? Wow. Just so Indomitian food, food puns stew. this week. It's food puns. That's the theme of this month. I noticed they're all Southern, too. Is that... Well, yeah, because usually at Southern places they serve things like stew and Mac, Connie they, Mac. And, there's and a lot of places where they serve and stew. And Musburgers. <laughs> Musburgers, Connie Mac, and Indomitian Stew. That's a hell of a meal right there. <laughs> Eat them down. Uh, yeah, please send emails in with more sports name Southern food puns. Oh, that's a great one. Sports, sports, sports podcast at gmail.com. Yes. Send in. Your food puns for sports figures. Oh, no, this is a terrible we'll idea. We'll, we'll read them on the air. We'll read them on the air. We're going to give you credit for it. <laughs> you know what? For the best one, send your mailing address as well. I'll send you a prize if you want it. Ooh. I will send you a prize. Oh, wow. At, at least $5 of value. <laughs> I'm doing this. I want to see some sports names. Folks, puns. and if you clear $2 of value, I'm going to be impressed. Right. Oh, you, they will. Well, uh, actually, Jordan, yeah. uh, and we're quite lucky to have this. Being such a small podcast, I don't know how we got this. But we actually have a, a recording from Roger Goodell's office from the actual meeting that Domicon Sue oh, yeah. had. With I have Roger actually Goodell. bugged every office of every single sports figure in America. Holy crap. I have audio. I just sit inside of my lair, uh, which is inside of a volcano, and I just listen to people talk about sports all the time. I don't understand it. I was going to say, I feel like you'd be yeah. more useful on this podcast Phil, if this information is true. No, no I, actually, I, I, I have to retract these. my earlier statement about you you putting in too little work in the podcast. Oh, uh, I end up deleting all the audio files because oh, I'm like, I don't know what they're talking about. Good but God. I saved this one <laughs> oh, because I thought that you might want it. You're trying to tell me that we, we had live audio from every commissioner's office for how long? Oh, geez, I've been doing this since I was at least four. Ah, so, uh, and it's been deleted? What is it, 25 years now? Hey, happy 25-year anniversary of me bugging every major sports figure's office. <laughs> Do I get a cake? No, because you deleted it. All right, well, can we at least listen to this one? Let's listen to this one, yeah. All right, let's listen to this, this be one. Great. Click. Afternoon, Mr. Sue. Uh, I'd like to thank you for asking for this meeting. Uh, I'd like to iron this out just as much as you would. Uh, just to start, though, can I get you anything to drink? Coffee? Water? Okay, I guess not. Well, that's that's okay. You know, you don't you don't have to talk. I guess you can just sit there staring at me. All right. Well, I guess uh, I'll go ahead and start then. Uh, you're clearly fairly upset about the fines that we've levied against you. Uh, however, you have to understand that the league is making a sincere effort to cut down on hits in the quarterback. That's our mo, and it's something that we are not willing to compromise on. Wow, that is a piercing glare that you've got there. Okay, well, you listen, I just finished negotiations with the NFL Players Association, and I gotta tell you, I'm just not gonna be intimidated by this sort of tactic. Has anybody ever told you you're bigger in person than, than you look like on, on TV? Wow, okay, well, look, I, I understand, okay? You're an aggressive player, and you play an aggressive game, but, but we just can't have these late hits, and we're gonna have to fine you. Okay, okay, let's, let's level. Yeah, 
We're putting a skirt in the quarterback. There, I said it. It's true. The, the QBs are how we sell this league. People like passing. They like scoring. So yeah, because it affects our bottom line, we have got to protect him and we're fining you. Yeah, okay. Yes, I am completely uncompromising the integrity of our sport. I, I said it. Is that what you wanted? But we are, we are making serious dough here. Nine billion dollars. And it's all because of Tom Brady's beautiful hair follicles. We have an NFL player who's the sponsor for Ugg Boots. Do you realize that? Peyton Manning is going to star in his own sitcom where Tom Arnold is his wacky neighbor. The thing on Drew Brees' face has its own agent, for Christ's sake. So yeah, we're throwing you under the bus because you're less marketable than they are. We just can't afford to let you play real football anymore because one of these guys could get hurt. So there, is that what you wanted to hear? Oh God, please just say something. I can't take it. I can... I can see my own death in your eyes. You're, you're terrifying, and that's not even accounting for your incredible physique and size. I swear to God, I will jump out this window right now if you will please just stop staring at me. And now it's time for another Weird Sport! Halloween was yesterday, Phil. It was. And in podcast land, it was like five days ago. Right. I mean, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yesterday, what am I talking about? Today is November 4th. Right. Today's the future. But that being said, we've got another weird sport for I'm you today. Sorry. All right. All right. Here's the weird sport for today. The Cooper's Hill Cheese Rolling and Wake. I don't know. Yep. It sounds like a lot of things. Do they roll the cheese and then they roll the body? Well, I'll tell you. Uh, the Cooper's Hill Cheese Rolling and Wake is an annual event held on the Spring Bank Holiday at Cooper's Hill. Where's uh, Cooper's Hill? It's Don't near, say Wales. Don't say Wales. It's near Gloucester in the Cotswold region of England. More weird sports from the UK. Yeah. You know, for the English being so snooty about American football, they've got a whole bunch of stupid crap they a spend their lot. time doing. Yeah. A I can't lot of dumb I sports. imagine that Judy Dench grew up playing all these dumb sports and that she's like, no, I'm a proper woman. Oh, it's Judy like, Dench can bog snorkel. Oh, we all know yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, traditionally, it's uh, performed by and for the people who live in the local village of Brockworth. So they want to keep it local. They don't want... Yeah. All of those big name cheese rollers and wakers. You get the you get the event journalist coming in just for the cheese roll, oh, right. right? Right. Asking the same questions that the the cheese roll insiders have had answers to since the start of the season. Right. All the homeless people who are like, "Oh, can I eat the cheese instead of rolling it?" It's like, "No, get out, Christ. get out. We're rolling the cheese." Yeah. But <laughs> swing by for the wake. <laughs> Uh, I'm still really confused. We, what is We're going to get to the wake, we're presumably, gonna get to here. It. We're going to get to it. All right, I'm going to start. I can kind of imagine the cheese roll. I'm just waiting to hear how the wake works in. Right, right. I absolutely agree. Um, first of all, this has been happening for at least 200 years. Oh, Holy crap. At least, it says. I didn't know cheese was 200 take, years old. I take it back. It predates football. Right. This is, we could say that this is America's, or uh, England's real sport, like original sport, right? Yeah, sure. This is like, I guess we could say anything we want. I'm going <laughs> to say it. This is England's oldest sport. Uh, actually, it's probably archery. Ah, whatever. The format of the sport, uh, they go to the top of a hill, um, and then they get a, a big round thing of double... Uh, Gloucester cheese. That's good cheese, actually. 
I, I don't think I've I ever had it. Say that out. That's that's good cheese. I've had it. It's good cheese. Well, well this this is this is the great part. This is what I was not expecting out of this. They roll the cheese, and then they run after it. Oh, so they're in the cheese's wake. Right. They are in the wake of the cheese roll. Ah, so there's not a dead body involved. That's what I was disappointed by, too. <laughs> I really was... thought that they were going to, like, somebody died, and they're like, well, we'll roll the cheese, cheese to commemorate roll. them. <laughs> and then at the bottom of the hill would just be their body, and then they yeah. go, well, this board is making at least sense we can comfort ourselves with some cheese. Yeah, because you're going you're gonna to chase the cheese, because... Because it's really good cheese. You're gonna eat the cheese. You want to eat the cheese at the end here. This is like another. This is another. Wasteful. This is a wonderful part of it. Whoever wins the race gets to the bottom of the hill first with their cheese. Wins the cheese. Nice. All of it, or like just a whole win wheel of the cheese? cheese? They win the whole wheel. The they win the entire thing of cheese. And I don't know if I mentioned that, but that's good cheese, people. Yeah, uh, you mentioned it. What what type of cheese is it, Joel? The double Gloucester cheese. Yeah, I think it is it a cheddar. I, I don't know. It's double. I'm pretty sure I've had double Glo- Gloucester. Is it Gloucester or Gloucester? I thought it was Gloucester. I think it might be Gloucester. Um, I think it is, it's too. It's spelled like it might be Gloucester. Uh, they, they do make sure to say that, in theory, the competitors are supposed to be aiming to catch the cheese. But they changed it in recent years to they roll the cheese, then whoever crossed the finish line. So I'm sure that there was too many times where just nobody caught the cheese. Cheese rolls fast. Uh, roll catch! Right. I can imagine it would be very difficult. And it says that the cheese... Can reach speeds of up to seventy miles an hour. No, what? no. seventy Ridiculous. miles an hour of cheese coming at you. My car can't go seventy miles an hour when I go uphill anymore. Right. Where this must this be a hill? steep ass hill. I don't. It's that is ridiculous. Right. What is the What does the cheese look like that it's that aerodynamic? I I, I mean <laughs> it's it looks, able it sounds like, like it's spherical. So it just. No, it's, not, it's gonna be like a cheese wheel. I was thinking like a wheel, right? not a like a cheese. Oh, ball. it might be. Yeah, it might be. I mean. Imagining uh, people taking their cheese home, fathers and sons working <laughs> on their cheese together, right. learning a little bit on trying to reduce the you know the resistance by friction. Right. I can imagine that if it's going seventy miles an hour, that's got to be a big ass hunk of cheese. <laughs> it, it like huge. It's got to be ridiculous. And another great part, it's only twenty pounds to enter the competition. Is that the weight of the cheese wheel? No, that, no, oh. because it's in metric over there. Oh, right. 20 uh, pounds is Actually, in money. I over there, it's stone. Right. It's, really stone. it's about 10 stone of Boom. cheese That's there. such a fake thing. That's, <laughs> that's so fake. Yeah, stones can be all different sizes. Yep. But still, if you're getting that big of a piece of cheese for 20 pounds, like that could... I'm actually interested. Aren't they worried about the stones on the hill cutting the cheese? Is that a concern? I imagine that would be terrible for the aerodynamics of the cheese. I can imagine, yeah. That's got to be tough for Maybe it. they sweep the hill first. Right. They or on a sunny something. day, I imagine that it would just become like melted cheese and just start smearing into the grass. I caught it. So is I it the move. same people? Like, are you rolling your own cheese? Because it seems like if you really wanted to do this right, the people doing the rolling should not be the same people as the people, uh, as the people chasing. Right. I, I don't know. I'm that, not sure. From a competitive standpoint... If you want to get a good chase, it seems like you, you know, because if, if you're rolling it, you're not going to roll it in a way that's going to get you the, you're not going to shoot that, for that well, max I think velocity. probably the person who rolls the cheese is probably like an umpire. Or you could, you could probably do like a boxcar derby where you, you, you pull a rope and Maybe. all the cheese thing, and all the cheeses Maybe. are just released. It could be. It could be. But that I know, I know sense. what you're probably asking yourself right now. Hey, Phil, there's all these spectators. 
A cheese is rolling 70 miles an hour. <laughs> do people dangerous. get hurt? Yeah. Yes, they do. Oh, what? wow. People do get hurt. And not only that, but in 2010, um, the, no management would sponsor the event because it was so dangerous. But so they were going to, after 200 year old sport was going to get stopped by the man because <laughs> nobody else wanted to do no. it. But people went anyways. Rolled their own cheese with no management. God damn. They are the 99. Yeah, wow. They are. That is the type of civic unity. Oh, my God. That's, you'd love to see that. Brent Musburger probably would have called them cheese stormtroopers. Right. That makes sense. You know, one time I went to a southern barbecue and I ate cheese stormtroopers. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. I'm sorry. Perfect. Uh, they they um When they had the management want to shut it down, they started a save the cheese roll campaign. Uh, the event was officially. Well, what small town hasn't had a save the cheese? Right, of course, of course. They officially canceled the event. It was officially canceled. Uh, there were no paramedics there, as there usually are. Still, five hundred people showed up. Ha! Huh. Five hundred people showed up to a canceled event. Now, Wait, their lives in danger. Their lives in danger now, by a heavy piece of can, cheese rolling specify, at seventy miles an hour. Can I ask real quick? Because. Is it spectators who were injured by rolling cheese, or was it people running pell-mell down a hill that's so steep that it, you can get cheese going 70 miles an hour and then tripping and falling? The or official website? I've raced on dunes. Cheese day. person pile-up. Right. Yeah. Or uh, cardiac arrest from eating all that cheese. You got to assume that's dangerous too, right? Absolutely. Not yeah, good right after you. running? Probably uh, not a good I, idea. I will give you the short answer. All of the above. Wow. Everybody's <laughs> getting hurt by this event. It is way too steep for people to be running. The cheese doesn't stop quickly when it hits the bottom. It does run off course. People try to get in the way just for a joke, like, oh, the cheese is coming. <laughs> like, it's people are the getting hurt left coming. and right. The cheese is coming. Grandmama, look at me dancing in the way of the cheese. It couldn't possibly. Oh, goodness. Goodness. Grandmama, me tunic is covered in blood as the cheese has struck me thusly. 2011 was another big year for the cheese rolling event in that um, they tried to shut it down again. There was no management. And then the organizers uh, started blaming the fact that management would come back on death threats that were death sent to threats. the people who would not put on the cheese roll. Was it sent by the cheese wheel? <laughs> it must have. Like, there were people who were so adamant about this. They were threatening to kill people. Wow. Don't take away our cheese roll. So wait, event. they put the event back on because of death threats. Well, no, they, they still, uh, there was a local council that uh, met over it, and they kind of have a self-governing cheese wheel body now. <laughs> um, so there's the nobody is going covering to police it. itself. Right, exactly. Yeah. So nobody can get sued, pretty much. Wow. This has been bad. I take it back. I got to say... I said some shit about British sports before. I'm pulling for the cheese rolling event. It is. This it's is the a hockey solid of event. the UK. This it is, is well. It, it, I feel it's the the ultimate pub pub sport. We've yeah. we've, we've made yes. fun of their previous pub bets that turn into sports like yes. bog snorkeling. Right. But this actually seems like we we're rolling a piece it's of cheese. Weird. Is bog snorkeling maybe a derogatory term for lesbian sexual acts? Bam! Nailed it. We're gonna leave it at that. <laughs> this was another. All right, so this is exciting. We have our first big time guest on the podcast. Like a really, a really That's big exciting. time guest. I can't wait. That's yeah. really mean to Rick Paulus and Jacob Harper, if you ask me. I was going to say even bigger than Jacob Harper and Rick Paulus. Wow. 
Who? Chris Humphreys. Oh, NBA wow, power that's forward. awesome. We talked about him earlier. We did. In headlines. Yeah. We did. Someone from our headlines is now on our... Wow. That's a big deal. That, that is. This is a big get. Yeah. Chris Kardashian hey, himself. Phil, could you... Could you just shut up here? Because we don't. We're gonna ask him sports questions. We don't want you to ruin this. All Fine. Right? I'll just sit here and man the phone line. Thank you. Ready, you ready for me to push the button yeah, to put I'd, him on? I'd appreciate it. All yeah. right. Here's the button. All right. Please welcome NBA power forward Chris Humphreys via the Tony Romo's guest hotline. Hello, Chris. Oh, hey guys. Whatever. Wow. Is this is this really Chris Kardashian or Chris Humphreys? Uh, the New Jersey Net with a breakout season in which he averaged a double double in which he. I mean, me, me, me averaged, me averaged a double-double in scoring and rebounding. Yes. And only the real Chris Humphreys would know that. All right. Uh, well, thank you for coming on. You're our first big-time guest. And that is an honor for me. It feels like getting drafted 14th overall by the Utah Jazz in 2004 all over again, which I did because I'm the real Chris Humphreys. Okay. So how are you? how are you holding up these days? Uh, I'm not going to lie, I'm not good. Uh, the main person I have sex with uh, just filed for divorce on my favorite holiday. Uh, I almost didn't get dressed up. What would you go as? I went as a dinosaur. <laughs> what? A dinosaur? I, yeah, I, it's a costume I still have from the three years I spent playing for the Toronto Raptors. Oh, of course, that was before I was traded to the Dallas Mavericks as part of a four-team deal. Yes, thank you, Chris. That's very informative. Well, that's something that the real Chris Humphreys would know, so... Uh, no, no, I'm sorry. Aside from the whole marriage thing, what have you been doing? What have you been up to? You know, to be honest, not a lot. Uh, I've just been hanging out in Minnesota, where I was born and raised by my interracial parents, Mr. and Mrs. Humphreys. Okay, so so have you been doing something to stay in shape and be ready for the moment the NBA season starts? Oh, well, you can you can probably tell that my voice is a little bit fatter. No. Oh, no, no not at all, no. Well, I, to be honest, I have put on some weight lately. Uh, I should probably start working out with my dad, uh, William Mr. Humphreys, a former University of Minnesota football player in the black half of my birthing equation. So, Chris, it, it seems like you're a little worried about your, your identity. Uh, are you worried that people are going to forget who you are just because you got divorced? Well, I got to be honest, I'm not worried because uh, I'm going to be changing my middle name to Kardashian since I didn't want to change the last name. So I'm going to be uh, Chris Kardashian, was once married to still a good guy, Humphreys. Wow, that is very long. It's yeah, well, I thought it would, take, I got to be honest, I thought it would be better for the reality show. I'm going to have a reality show spinning, spinoff called uh, Keeping Up with the Kardashians Motorcade. It's where <laughs> I'm going to be following around Kim Kardashian's motorcade. And uh, seeing if I could get that prenuptial agreement changed. That sounds a little creepy, actually. Well, to be honest, I have a lot of free time with the <laughs> season being canceled. So, uh, I gotta be honest, uh, it's going to be uh, incredibly difficult to stay in shape unless I am stalking a woman. And you said you, you've, gained, you've gained some weight. What have you been, you know, what have you been eating? What, what's, what's... Uh, mo- mostly KFC snackers. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you've had the KFC snacker, but they now, they have two different types of cheese. <laughs> They have two they have two slices of bacon, but it's the same kind of bacon. <laughs> There's no difference between those. And it's all piled between two boneless fried chicken patties. Uh, the paper that's around the, the patties gets clear because of all the grease, and I just like to suck on the paper until it's got color again. Well, Chris, that, that sounds pretty grim. Well, I got to be honest, it's not, because uh, when you have free time, I just want to live like a regular person. 
and the regular person in America is 30 to 80 pounds overweight. So I thought, hey, I better keep up with Americans as well as the Kardashians. Are you going to be able to move on after this whole wedding fiasco? I know you're changing the name. You've got a new dietary plan. I got to be honest with you. I'm not moving around very much. Uh, I've, I just discovered, because uh, I had to train so much, I just discovered a system called the Game Gear. Uh, the Game Gear has a game called Shinobi, The Last Ninja. And uh, it's, it's difficult. Once you get to level 5, it gets pretty difficult. So uh, I've been playing a lot of that lately. Well, uh... Chris, is there, is there anything you'd like to tell the podcast audience before before we go? Well, i got to be honest with you. I'm handing out on my website coupons to KFC for the KFC Snackers. Uh, you can get two KFC Snackers for the price of one and a half KFC Snackers. So that's a pretty good deal. Uh, i got to start tightening the belt without an NBA season. So if you're a bar or restaurant owner around the state, you're going to need you're gonna need some economic relief. And that's what me and KFC have partnered to do. Well, um, thank you, Chris Humphreys. I gotta be honest, it was a pleasure being here. All right, and thanks for tuning in to the Sports 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 Podcast. And before we go, we're going to leave you with some valiant prophecies. Prophesize it, Jordan. Valiantly. Number 14, Kansas State, 7-1. and one. At number 3, Oklahoma State, 7-1. and one. Phil. 3 is a better number than 14. Sounds like he picked Oklahoma State. Yes. <laughs> Phil's valiant prophecies are getting more sophisticated. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, didn't I say last week that Kansas State couldn't possibly be that good? Yes. Sticking with that prediction, it's going to be okay, State. I also think three is a much better number than four, Oklahoma State. 14. <laughs> it's a much better number than 14. I also think three is a much better number than 14. Yeah. We're going to keep that whole thing. I'm not going to cut that out. <laughs> Damn. Same for me telling you that I'm not going to cut it out. That's staying in. <laughs> Everything we're saying right now, you are listening to right now. Right. Except it should that. be edited out. Yeah. Number nine, <laughs> South Carolina 7-1 and one at number seven, Arkansas, also 7-1. and one. It's a good SEC game. A good SEC game, not a great SEC yeah. game. I am going to go with South Carolina because isn't that where Stephen Colbert is from? It is. It is. There we go. I'll go with that one. Colbert uh, Nation. I like Cox. What's your prediction, Joe? <laughs> that, that, that was my prediction because South Carolina is the Gamecocks. Oh, I thought you meant that you enjoy penises. No. Why would you think that, Phil? Because it's... you enjoy penises so much? I enjoy my penis quite a bit, but other than that, I haven't... <laughs> I know. I've been meaning to ask you to put that away. <laughs> All right. I, I feel like I have compromised an item after item about the production <laughs> of this podcast, and I have got to draw the line somewhere. I am not putting little Joel... Back in the barn. That was the rider on your contract. God you were allowed to keep that out the whole time. I, I'm going to go with... Oak, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was thinking about Cox. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Arkansas. I don't, I don't think South Carolina is for real. Uh, I think Arkansas is better. And the big right. game of the week. And this is the one you should tune into, Phil. This okay. Is a, this is historical. One and yeah. two, right? One this, and two. This could be one for the ages. This could be the best game since the 19, I believe, 65, number one, number two, Michigan State-Notre Dame matchup. Right. <laughs> I'm not at all biased. Right, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be the greatest game since then. There haven't been 10 even better number one versus number two matches since then, Joel. <laughs> Whatever. Wow. Okay, you know what? I'm going to make you come up with that list. Not now, but Greatest games point. ever have winners, Joel. Oh. Oh. That's a fair point. Number one, LSU, 8-0. At number two, Alabama, 8-0. I'm going to go with LSU because I have to support them after that hurricane. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah that's, that's very, very It's hard terrible. to argue with. Uh, I got 
LSU, a couple of reasons. First, again, they played the tougher schedule this, to this point. And secondly, I believe my grandfather went to LSU. So, wow. Old Robin Anderson, yeah, this one's for you. All right. I also think LSU. I think, I think they're the real deal. Although you, you can't rule out at home, you can't rule out an Alabama victory. Uh, last last game, Baltimore Ravens five and two at Pittsburgh Steelers. They're six and two. This has got to be a real Heinz game Field. Of the What's going on? Phil? Heinz Field corporate sellouts. You know, I'm gonna go with the Ravens. Whatever. Heinz Field. Yeah, I mean, I would love to pick the Ravens because I really hate those giant ketchup conglomerates that are destroying our society. We're the 99% that's yeah. not part of a ketchup conglomerate. <laughs> exactly. That's right. But uh, the Ravens uh, have not played particularly well the last couple of weeks. I got to say, I think the Steelers actually might win in a win going away. Yeah, you know, I'm going to go Ravens. I think they're going to come in psyched up. Ooh. Yeah. They got what's his name? Uh, Ray Lewis. I like him. Yeah. What time is it? Ray Game Lewis time. time. Oh, no. no. <laughs> um, I was just guessing what it was. That was a good guess, Phil. It was a good guess. I thought it was guess. good. For someone who doesn't know, that was a yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Thank you. All right. So, and, But you can contact us. You can write us an email at sportssportssportspodcast at gmail.com. Yes, and make sure to have your sports figure name puns. And if you want a prize, then make sure to include your address. I'll send you a prize if you're the sports best sports figure, figure, food, figure name puns. food name pun. Yes. Food. Like, a, like the Musburger. Yeah. Or, yeah. And, and don't even worry about including your address. No one's going to track you down and rape you or anything like that. Right. Just include your address. Not, However, also include your security code on your door. Yeah. If, if, you, you, if you thought we were going to track you down and rape you before now the fact that we've reassured you we're not going to on the podcast should be all that you need to know but speaking of contacting us inappropriately uh joel we have a twitter what's the twitter oh name? we do sports three podcast yes at sports three podcast it's the number three and we also have a facebook look up our group it's sports 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 podcast thank you america lights off For more funny stuff for your eyes and ears, go to ComedyPodcastNetwork.com.